Welcome back to another episode of the Vision Driven Mom podcast. I am so glad that you are here today. Did you know that I dreamed you up? No, seriously. I dreamed up this podcast years ago when I wrote my very first vision, and I dreamed you up too. So thank you. Thank you for showing up in my dream and for coming to these conversations week after week after week. And if this is your first time here, I'd like to personally welcome you to the Vision Driven Mom community, where we believe that anything is possible, even feeling good in motherhood. Now, one thing I speak about over and over and over again during these conversations is that having a life vision is a game-changing way of living. It's a moving toward what you want, rather than pushing away from what you don't. Now, imagine what our world would be like if every mom lived a vision-driven life. The ripple effect it would have on our kids, on their friends, on their families, and so on and so on and so on. So before I introduce my next guest, I wanted to let you know about something really big that's coming soon. I'm starting a movement, really. The Vision Driven Mom movement is coming, and I can't wait to share it with you. It's about changing the generational patterns of being for moms and families. It's about letting go of the old way and creating something new and unique for families worldwide. It's about taking your yoga off the mat and into the world in a way that only you can. Now, I'm putting the finishing touches on the Vision Driven Mom movement right now, and I will share all the goodness when it's ready. In the meantime, be on the lookout for the big announcement. Now, if you haven't already, download the VibeCare Toolkit at VibeCareToolkit.com. That will get you on my email list, and you'll be the first to know about all the goodness that's yet to come. On that note, you are going to love our next guest. Carissa Sims is the host of the international podcast, You Inspired. She's the number one best-selling author of Change Your Energy, Change Your Life, moderator on Clubhouse, best-selling children's book author, entrepreneur, mom, teacher, corporate consultant, and spiritual healer. She has studied meditation, spiritual healing, and has learned to master her own healing abilities. She's truly amazing. While working with top Fortune 100 companies for the past 20 years, she discovered the root of pain in the body is not always physical. There may be spiritual and or psychological issues present that are blocking that person's ability to heal. In the past, she's been a professor at the University of Southern California, and Ms. Sims has worked with Amazon, Google, Fox, NBC, Universal, and many more thousands of companies, nonprofits, and schools. We had a really amazing conversation about the empowering ability we have to shift our energy throughout the day. Enjoy this episode. You might even want to take some notes because there are lots of subtle nuggets in this episode. So without further ado, enjoy this interview with Carissa Sims. This is the Vision Driven Mom podcast, and I'm your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, for moms, by moms who believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories from moms that have journeyed through motherhood, from fear, loss, and heartbreak, to healing, empowerment, and success. Motherhood is truly the journey of a lifetime, so let's enjoy the ride together. 
Well, hey, Carissa, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you. Woohoo. I know. We have been talking about this for months. <laughs> we got on, we got on today and we realized that, wow, it's been a long time since we set this up. So I'm really super excited to um to dig into your work in the world because uh, it's totally um, aligns with what I do and I really can't wait for you to share it. So Thanks. let's start by telling us a little bit about yourself and maybe a little bit of your journey and how you got to be uh, doing what you're doing right now. Yeah. So just a little bit, I know you already did an introduction for me, but I'm a spiritual healer and corporate wellness expert and an author, change your energy, change your life. And it's been an interesting journey. I'm an occupational therapist and went to school for uh, being an OT and I got into injury prevention and ergonomics. And then I um, got a job right after grad school at UCLA and then started working with corporations with another consultant and really just had to learn so much about running a program and working with HR and different teams. And along the way, I had a spiritual interest. I did yoga, we have that in common, <laughs> and meditation. And I started going on meditation retreats. I went on one of the Pasana meditation retreat. And I don't know if you've heard of Master Shaw. Do you know him? I have not. No. Yeah. He is a medical doctor turned soul healer. Mm, oh, soul and, healer. Nice. Yeah. I have an interview of him on my podcast, You Inspired. And it was such a wonderful story about how we met and um, and reconnected again. And, and I really connected with my healing abilities at that time. Mm. I didn't really, I had the belief that everyone has their own innate healing abilities, but I never put them into practice. And so at the workshop he was doing, I was dancing around, just being myself. And he said, you're a healer, mm. your soul healer. So he did this transmission. <laughs> he does this transmission thing where I just got shells, Carissa. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then all of a sudden I'm standing on the stage, hundreds of people, there was probably a few thousand people. This was a huge workshop. He's very popular in Asia, all over the world. Uh, in the U S I find not as popular, but globally very popular. And all of a sudden I'm healing these people and messages are getting downloaded to me and wow. I don't even have to know anything. And that's my abilities. Now I, right. I don't even have to see a person. Actually, I do my healings over the phone on clubhouse their audio. And I actually, I prefer not seeing them yeah. because more information comes to me and the healing is even deeper because the person can really go deep with inside themselves. Right. So that was the beginning of really relating to my abilities. And then everything else just kind of fell into place. I, I wanted to get my message out there in a bigger way. And 
because I was a little bit in between. I felt like I was in between two worlds. I still feel that way, corporate ergonomics. And then I have, yeah, my spiritual yeah. healing side. Right. I know. I, I thought I when, when I read your bio, wow, those are seem yeah. really different, but yeah and i really look forward to integrating those yeah. skills like bringing in meditation and healings with corporations mm. so so at that at that time when when i got all the, these healing abilities of just realizing okay i can work with people i can heal any ailment what they're whatever they're going through and emotions and then also i was having my own issues with emotions mm. and i had and they were coming up within me, like anger, like shame, like guilt. And they felt so separate from me. And I realized they felt separate because they were my family lineage. They oh, were part no. of the DNA that was coming right. up to be healed. And that was coming out with my kids. Right. So I put that in my book. That's the, the stories. And, and, um, you know, what I realize is that anger can be a powerful tool for transformation mm. if it is handled properly and expressed properly and, and not pressed down. You know, anger has such a negative connotation in our society. Of course, you don't want to use violence or be verbally abusive. I don't mean it like that. But right. if you can channel it in a positive way, that really helped me to heal my own life and what I had going on with me and my kids and not even realizing that that would affect our relationship. So I had this, right. this going on too. Yeah. Yeah. Carissa, so much in there. That is actually how I became, how I ended up doing what I do as well. Mm when I was seeing it in my kids mm. and it was my stuff. And I know, like you said, the, the lineage, I know that it goes back and you know, who knows how far back, right. That it goes. Yeah. Um, but the cool I thing get for you, if you want to know about six yes, generations, please. six generations, six generations, that seems like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, and this is my job. I know yeah. this, like, I know that it stops here. And I, so I didn't know that part about you. And so, and that's, that's really important mm -hmm. in my work and in my, mm -hmm. you know, my, my, why my mission is mm -hmm. to let's stop the stop, let go of what we don't need anymore. And yeah. let's go move forward. We don't need mm -hmm. to carry it's heavy. Yeah. Right. And it's also our responsibility. It, it's actually, it's not our fault, yeah. but it is our responsibility to let go of the emotions, let go of the past, let go of this pattern that has been repeating and is coming here. It is coming up for a reason. There is a reason for this. And look at what happened to you. Your purpose came out of this pain that you went through and and now you are thriving and helping other moms through it yeah, yeah. and same with you i love that i love that i didn't i i learned something new every time and i love the stories i love the journey because mm. there, most of us come from some there's there's usually some sort of something that needs to be healed 
Yeah. You know, what's interesting. I, I work with women mostly, but not mm-hmm. necessarily moms. A lot of, um, younger women are, are attracted oh. to me, millennials, right. and I'm working with them through transition mm-hmm. and through their emotions and actually through the ascension, because there's so much going on in our planet right now too, right. spiritually going into the age of the Aquarius. And we just went through a blue moon, a full moon. And, and it's like managing all of that as well. So, so it's interesting that I, I work with some moms, uh-huh. um, but it's not all of my clientele. So I feel like you right. are the expert in that area, even though I am a mom. Right, <laughs> so right. Well, we all have our, our niches, right? <laughs> that in in so what I I mean I'm glad that it I'm glad it came when it came for me, right? It's so mm-hmm. I've got called the cosmic two by four, you know. Nothing mm-hmm. else was really getting it to my attention, but seeing it in my kids that got my attention, right? We, we don't have to get the cosmic two by four. So I love that you're working with millennials and you're working with younger women mm-hmm. that may or may not eventually become moms to heal that stuff now before yeah, they before. become, because Ooh, it's so much more different. It's so- I just got it. You're right. It's before they become moms, before they get into relationships. And I've helped them with relationships too, just shifting right. yeah, that energy. That's space. exactly it. If we did this, then motherhood wouldn't be so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still, it's still the hardest job on the planet. Right. But it wouldn't be you know, if we weren't carrying all that baggage with us into motherhood, because it's Mm -hmm. just like a magnifying glass. (laughs) It's just like a a magnifying glass on all of the, you know, the the lineage of all of the things that are, that are, um, that we bring in from childhood. So beautiful. I love that. So you, your, um, your book, it's, um, tell tell me the name of your book again, and I'm going to buy it. You can get it. Yeah. Change your energy, change your life, 10 ways to change your energy now. So it it was kind of based on the things that helped me manage my own emotions and grounding and, and help heal myself. And by the way, I'm still healing myself. You know, it's, it's a process. It's like you uncover one layer and then another layer shows up and another, and and so I think if we stop healing, we, we might as well just be up in heaven. Right. <laughs> you know, that's, so. I, ju- I do feel like it's a lifetime. It's, yeah. And like you said, I, I talk about the ever upward spiral of becoming right. So mm-hmm. we're, as long as we are growing and we're healing, the things will come back because they always come back. You peel back the onion and then there's another, there's another layer, but we see it from a different place because mm-hmm. we've done some healing, but there it is again. It's just never, yeah. never fully finished. So it's tell also us- helpful. I mean, it's yeah. helpful going through that because see how you can help people because you've lived it. You have so much, I mean, it's so much more than empathy. It's just like, I've been there. I know you, I see you and let's do this together. You can do it because look at me, look at where I am and you can be that way too. That's exactly it. And I, 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 um, I just, uh, for the pot, I just posted a picture of, um, of, uh, kind of analytics of a picture of the world and where the, where, you know, it's, it's there little yellow dots where the, um, where the podcast is being listened to. And mm-hmm. I just had a friend just said to me, Oh, it's, it's all of the women around the world shining their light. 
<laughs> like, oh, that's beautiful. I love that. And oh. when one woman is shining her light, she's a beacon for her family, mm. for other women, for everybody, right? So the more, you know, it's not just for us, is it, Carissa? It's not just mm-hmm. about us. Mm-hmm. It's about, it's about every, it's about humanity. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's the more we shine our light then others feel like it's okay now. Oh, she's sh- shining her light. Let's all shine our lights together and we're more powerful together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So tell us a little bit about, um, about shifting your energy. Now, this is, this is something that I teach too. I talk about, um, I, I call myself a vibe coach and it's really about when we can bring ourselves in, in we, you know, the emotions are there, mm-hmm. um, but we, but there are ways that we can work through them allow them what do you what what is it for you how do you what are the ways that you um encourage and uh and teach to shift your energy well i like breathing i do too and um i feel like it's just an instant way to catch yourself Mm, to to really be in the moment and and really think okay do i want to react in the same way i have in the past or maybe there's another way and you can be very mindful and then just pause. And so I think, um, again, there's so many different types of breathing, but I do believe breathing through the nose kind of like awakens the consciousness within you. And you, mm. there's also ujjayi breathing. You can make audible sounds. You can, you know, there's breathing where you can breathe in one nostril and out the other. And you can look up those different types of techniques where you're doing like this and then the other side and really integrating the left and right hemispheres to get you more Mm -hmm. centered and grounded and also connected to the third eye. Mm -hmm. And then the other one I like just for being empowered is when you do an affirmation, tap on the thymus. It activates your immune system. It's right here in between um, the rib cage and it's like below um, the heart here. It's just the Mm in-between space. And you can look it up online where it's at so you can figure it out. And and if you're saying an affirmation, then your body will start to feel it and believe it and live it. So that's that's another thing uh, that people can do in the moment. Mm -hmm. if they can remember, you know, and, and then if like, I would say if something is happening and you feel that anger, even just stating, I am so angry right now, right? Even just getting it out, I think is very healthy, especially for kids to hear that it's okay to express anger, you know, as long as you're not hurting anyone, as long as you're not lashing out and it's, and it's okay. So, so that is something too, is just stating how you feel because then letting it out can make way for a new emotion to come in. If you choose that. I love what you just said, because that's so true. When we are staying in that, when we're holding on to one emotion, we're not allowing the other emotions, right? What if there's joy right be- behind that? What if there is, um, you know, compassion or something? I never, 
I never thought about it in exactly that same way. So mm-hmm. thank you. That's yeah. really beautiful. Make way, makes way for the next emotion. For the That's, next emotion. Yeah. I also like essential oils. I use Young Living. This is Magnify Your Purpose. Mm, I haven't used that yet. I am also a Young Living. I actually you just so. oh, put on a patchouli and ylang ylang. That's my fun, like my my fun <laughs> yeah. scent. Yeah, it's great. I'm just learning. I, I, I'm not an expert, but I do find that it's a great way to shift my energy. What's that one called again? Magnify your purpose. Purpose. Oh yes. I don't Magnify have that one yet. I've been using envision too when I'm, when I'm envisioning. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, um, embracing your moment, your, your, your emotions in the moment. Mm. And that, so you talked a little bit about that, about just, it, I am angry and just the yeah. owning it, seeing it. And I think, I think it's also, it's, it's, it's uh, identifying it, excuse me, identifying it so that, you know, it doesn't stay hidden. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a, I see you, there you are. You are anger. Yeah. Uh, to, can you tell us a little bit more about embracing your emotions? Yeah, I, I think it's emotions. There's there's a lot of information on how stuffing emotions, putting emotions away, is are detrimental to your health. Yeah, there's a whole field of study called psychoneuroimmunology, mm-hmm. where it talks about um, shame leads to inflammation of the joints and arthritis. Wow. And that's one of the lowest emotions, even lower than anger. Yeah. You know, there's a whole scale that power versus force is so powerful to look at how the emotions can affect our ascension. Mm, So, um, yeah, I think that just, just really being clear and um, getting it out there is yeah. Uh, really important. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of that. And that that's really, so I'm, I'm big into Louise Hayes um, metaphysical causation. Oh I yeah. Isn't her book that. amazing? You it's amazing. Yeah. Anytime the when emotions. I'm with myself or with my family, with my clients, you know, just, it's very curious. I mean, it's very, it's a very interesting sometimes to that realization that, oh, wow, mm-hmm. this is, you know, this is shame. I didn't know that about shame, but the inflammation mm-hmm. of the joints. Mm-hmm. So isn't, I don't, you might, might or might not know this, mm-hmm. but isn't um, uh, fibromyalgia, is that inflammation of the joints? Do you know? Well, fibromyalgia is, I do know it's very, it's not really, it's kind of like that. No idea what it is. So they they call call it fibromyalgia. Right. Right. And, and it's just pain everywhere. And, and you know what, what I've found is with a lot of people diagnosed with that, it's, they have a hard time sleeping and it's a catch 22 because they have the pain and this sleeping is so important for pain and recovery and healing. And especially earlier in the night, like between 10 and 12, you regenerate the most in your body. So, so yeah, with fibromyalgia, I, 
I don't know the emotion necessarily associated with people experiencing that, but I know that there are that there are things that they can do naturally to help heal because it will, doctors say there are, there is no cure. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. And I have heard, I've heard lots of stories about the healing that can take place. So, um, so we talked about, we talked about the deep breaths, um, mm -hmm. And about meditation and being mindful too. We were going to say something. Were you going to say something about the the breath? Oh no, no. Yeah. I just okay. I just thought of another. I thought of another exercise. Okay, perfect. Which, which you you might have heard of called earthing, and earthing is simply um, taking your socks and shoes off, mm -hmm. putting your feet on the grass, and visualizing roots and really experiencing the energy of the earth of giving and receiving and even even doing an exercise where you're coming down and you're you're giving of your energy and then you feel the energy of earth you can kind of like roll it back up roll mm -hmm. it back up the body so so doing that even just for a few minutes connecting with the earth because we're all made of the same material as mother earth it's the same matter so it's we need to reconnect to that and we come back to ourselves and who right. we are and our and our spiritual divine goddess that we are and intuition flows in and we feel grounded we feel like we matter actually that we're important because you are every single human being wouldn't be here if they didn't matter mm, we all matter Right. I and absolutely sometimes love that. We forget that. Yeah, we do, don't we? Mm -hmm. We we feel like we're like, does it matter? But yeah. Or I'm by myself, you know, with the COVID and everything, you know, I am so isolated and, and even, even me, I'm like, oh, do I get together with friends? I don't right. know. And um, so, so anyways, sometimes I go through that myself. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I, I, um, I didn't realize this until it was, maybe five, six years ago, but I'm a barefoot person, right? I don't like shoes. I don't like my feet to be cooped up in shoes. I, mm -hmm. I love to be barefoot in the grass and the sand and the dirt on the rocks. Uh -huh. <laughs> it doesn't really You're matter. Good. You're I didn't realize that I was doing this thing. It's now the earthing. So I, I, I learned that it was called grounding when you just, you just get out and connect with your, you know, mm -hmm. the soles of your feet. Mm -hmm. um, but I love that the, uh, the roots and imagining mm -hmm. yourself with the um yeah the through. and the roots go to the core of the earth so really mm, connect to that energy so it's that right. into the center of the earth is like it corresponds to your heart okay. oh heart okay that's beautiful that sounds like a really healing practice right there mm -hmm. yeah amazing so and you are so you're a healer and can mm -hmm. you tell us a little bit about what that looks like? You said that that um, that you don't have to be with the person, and actually, it, it's actually better if you don't see the person because of the, mm -hmm. the transmission that comes through. Can you tell us a little bit more about about how that works? Yeah, so I I have done healings in person. In fact, just yesterday, I healed my son, and. Um, my son was having intense pains just above um, in his groin area. And um, 
and he, you know, my kids are, are he's nine years old and mm-hmm. he's like, is it really going to work, mom? I don't want to do this. But right, he was right. screaming in pain. Oh. Like he was so, so he was more receptive, you know? Right. And so, so what, what I did with him is I connect with his spirit. So I'm activating an individual's own ability to heal themselves. So it's not like I'm doing anything for them. I'm just a connection. Okay. I'm saying, wake up, wake up spirit. It's time to heal. So that's kind of what happens with mm-hmm. my clients. And well, it happened with my son yesterday. Right. And um, and I and I do believe in in medicine also for diagnosis and healing and everything, but I'll just finish this story since it just happened. Right. So so after the healing, so I do maybe it's a little bit like Reiki. I, I move my hands. I do a little bit of grounding and protection and call only in light beings. And then uh, I also have a feather. I have a healing feather that a healer gave to me. And, and I use that sometimes to go over the body. And then I also sing. Mm, and beautiful. yeah, so singing. And then when I remove energies, I make a noise like this. I heard you do that on your podcast. Oh, you I was did. wondering what that was. Yes. Okay. That's removing blocks, okay. removing, uh, is helping blood flow and circulation. Yeah. Energetically. Okay. So, so yeah, I'll make this sound and I feel that's very powerful for people to have that be removed. Right. And then sometimes I'll take, I'll, I'll have them visualize, okay, let's, let's take this energy and transmute it to mother earth. So mm-hmm. visualize it like smoke coming down and coming into the earth. So, so last night he's like, well, I do feel a little bit better. I mean, this is right after the healing and, and, okay. you know, a healing can take time. Right. I mean, I, when I have clients I meet with monthly, I say, you need a week to integrate, you know, cause they want to meet with me right away. And I'm like, okay, no, you need right. time, you know? So, but regardless, so after about, uh, I would say 15 minutes, I, after the healing, I got the intuition ice, he needs ice to help with the pain. And so that was helping a little bit more. And then all of a sudden he started vomiting. So that was the release of something, vomiting and vomiting. Yeah. Now I'm not saying this is necessarily a good thing, but it was for him. Right. Because after he felt 80% better. Now I'm talking to my husband's mom, who's a nurse and they're all like panic, like take him to urgent care. And I actually still took him to urgent care after Mm -hmm. this, just because he wanted to know what was going on with him. And and I, you know, I understand like from a doctor's perspective, but it was full, you know, so we, we didn't, we didn't get in and I'm like, okay, I can take you to another hospital or something. And he's like, no, let's just go to bed because it was late. And, um, and so it, and today he's a hundred percent and we did it together. Right. I, I'm not right. going to have my ego here saying that I healed him and maybe yeah. it's going to come up again, but it was a dance and we did it together. And, um, 
So that was in person. On the phone, I go through um, a grounding exercise and then they bring up an issue. They want to be healed. And then we do the meditation and I do the healing within the meditation. Mm -hmm. And then I typically say, let's just say goodbye. And if people want to talk, then we talk for a few minutes. Yeah. Right. Okay. That uh, I love that story about your son. Right. Mm -hmm. And that I don't know, is this going to work? I don't know. <laughs> and then yeah. he trusted you too. Because I, I have kids too, right? In pain. Yeah, he would. Yeah, right. And I think you're right because he's like, okay, I have to trust her in this moment because what else can I do? Right, right. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. Carissa, this has been amazing. And I really feel like we probably have to have another conversation at some point. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, definitely. Because this is, um, this is, uh, it's, it completely resonates. You know, I started uh, my journey. It was, um, it was uh, with this, with being a mom mm -hmm. and with the, the, you know, the realization with my son and everything, um, that was, uh, he's 14. He just turned 14. So that was when he was, uh, three. so it's about 11 years, but uh -huh. I have been on this journey. I think I've been healing the, my, my lineage for most of my life for decades. Right. Mm -hmm. I've been on the yoga mat for since for almost 30 years at this point. And so mm -hmm. I've been in the pro So this conversation has been amazing for me. Oh, <laughs> like, oh yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. So can you tell us about a time in motherhood that where you either overcame something or you achieved something that just felt impossible? <laughs> well, I'm just going to share something. Um, you know, I held the belief that my son had to be told what to do mm, okay. in order to get it done. And, and I never really thought about it. And I, and I had that belief ever, ever since he was born, you know, and, and now he's nine and older. And this morning I was in a really good space. I was just chill. And, and, you know, we have the whole rush for school and everything. And I just did not care. And my kids did it. Actually, my son did it and he helped his sister and they all did it. And we were on time in the car. He got his own breakfast ready. I didn't have to say anything to him, his own water. I mean, he's nice. nine, so you would think, you know, right. but usually I have to say something, Yeah, you know, I'll just be like, okay, here's this and this and not today. And I was like, oh my God. And, and really it was maybe my energy, right? My energy of letting go of this box that I put him in that right. he has to be told what to do. That is a fantastic story. So, you know, <laughs> okay. you might want to stop and rewind <laughs> and listen to that again, because that is, that is brilliant. And the, because I think we do, we feel like we have, especially as moms, like we have mm -hmm. to, everything's yeah. got to go this way, but what if we did just back off? And I had a similar thing happen yesterday. So my kids have been home for uh -huh. um, 17 months up until yesterday, they'd been doing, they did virtual school the whole year. So this is the first time they're going for in-person school. My daughter 
if I let her, she could sleep until 11, 12 o'clock. Um, wow. Yeah, That's a challenge for a mom, I would say. <laughs> she is a sleeper. Um, now my son was not that way. He was a, he, 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 he's changing now that he's a teenager, but, um, so, you know, I have clocks everywhere and I got this this alarm clock and, and she was going to get up at six and get herself completely ready. And she did. And how old is she? She's 12. She's She's in sixth grade. Okay. So she's a little bit younger. Okay. Got it. Yeah, she did. She did it. And I, now this morning was a different story. Um, and I will say that I, I went to bed late. I had to go get my dad at the airport last night. So I went to bed late and then I, I laid awake. I didn't sleep well last night. I got up late. I didn't take care of myself the way that I like to take care of myself so that we all have a good morning, but just, but that's, it's awareness, right? It's Mm -hmm. the, oh, I can, what if I just backed off and I didn't come in with my energy, (laughs) It's got to go this way. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm just learning that it's a very masculine energy of like doing, of being directive and, and I can be a more feminine in the flow and it could Mm -hmm. still work out or maybe it won't work out and that's okay too. Right. You know, I'd love that you just said that you just, you keep like bringing in these little nuggets, but I just bought this kimono that I'm wearing right now. Uh, I love it. It's beautiful. And it's, um, it's, uh, is a way to bring in more of that feminine flowy uh, yes. into my masculine, you know, I'm, I am, we tend to be right. We come in with this masculine energy. I'm like, how, what can I do to feel more feminine? I know I could wear something that's a little more feminine. So anyway, interesting that I'm wearing my, Gorgeous. my little, <laughs> little feminine, Love feminine it. flowy kimono today. So yes. Carissa, how can our listeners find you? So they can go to my website, Carissa Sim, C-H-A-R-I-S-S-A sims.com. And I also have a podcast called you inspired and I'm looking forward to interviewing you, Tracy. I know <laughs> me too. I mean, I'm looking forward to it too. And, uh, yeah, so that's the best way to find me and you can get in touch with me there. I'm also on clubhouse a lot doing okay. live readings and meditations there. It's been nice. wonderful. There's a whole spiritual community there. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. And definitely go and check out uh, Carissa's podcast. Okay. You inspired. And I love at the end of, so she has guests and she does her own, she does her own, um, uh, she shares her own work as well. But at the end, she does this beautiful meditation to, to integrate, to help you integrate what you learned. And that is beautiful. And I will say at the beginning, it's like, oh, I don't really want to do it in meditation, but it was beautiful and perfect. And it, and it did help to you, you, it's beautiful. You have to go and check her out. Okay. <laughs> go check her out and tell her, tell her, tell her on, um, on social media or, you know, oh, uh, send her an that. email or something and, and, uh, and tell her, you know, tell her what you thought. Yes. Thank you so much for that, Tracy. I really appreciate you. Absolutely. I appreciate you too. And I'm, I loved having you on the show, Carissa. It's been amazing. And uh, I look forward to, I will look forward to more of these collaborations actually. Yeah. Sounds great. Okay. Great. Thanks. Goodbye for now. Okay. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. Now, if you haven't already, go ahead and download the High Vibe Toolkit. It's a mom's guide for taking yoga off the mat and into your life. You'll learn how to create your own unique toolkit full of tools for raising your vibe quickly and getting yourself out of a funk in record time next time you find yourself in one. Because funk happens, right? You'll learn how to tap into your inner mentor to cultivate more joy, more connection, and more harmony in your life as you return to your natural high vibe self. You'll raise the vibe in your home as you reclaim your own inner vibe. Now, this is the only guide designed to help moms who want to feel alive keep their yoga vibe flowing both on and off the mat, no matter what comes next. So download the High Vibe Toolkit at www.highvibetoolkit.com and reclaim your inner vibe. Anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now.